This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, just recently, uh, several weeks back, there was an article that appeared in Medium.com, uh, and the headline reads, A scientist branded as a, quote, full-fledged UFO nut, end quote, responds to skepticism. And this was with regards to uh, microbiologist Gary Nolan, who is the, uh, he's taking uh, a lot of, de- facing a lot of derision uh, from taking the possibility of extraterrestrials seriously. Uh, this is a very good article and very enlightening and basically, uh, you know, basically hits home with some of the things that I've been talking about. I, I've talked about how some of the uh, UFO debunkers, actually it's them, it's it's the UFO debunkers themselves who are the ones who are acting like cultists. They're the ones who uh, claim that people who are interested in UFOs and 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 uh, who study it and 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 want to find out answers about UFOs are actually part of a cult. Actually, the cult seems to be uh, on their side of the fence, uh, the debunkers. And and actually, Gary Nolan, uh, this microbiologist, actually hints at that in uh, in this article. He actually says, uh, you know, even though this guy is he, he's not some Nolan is not someone who. Uh, who, who he's not like someone like me for instance like he doesn't accept it's you know that there's aliens here i believe that they actually are here period okay this guy wants to learn he wants to understand more he's actually uh joined that uh, he's be, he's become part of that galileo project that's head headed by harvard uh, astronomer avi Loeb to, to investigate ufos and to, to, to find out what's going on to see if they could come up with something science you know prove it scientifically come up with some scientific uh answer behind them but that's not enough. I mean, just the fact that he's associated, just the fact that Nolan is associated with any of these things, he's being called out by by debunkers who, you know, uh, 
they what they try to do is they try to uh, embarrass uh, any kind of scientist, any scientist who uh, wants to investigate UFOs. They embarrass them and try to shame them and say, you know, basically they're nuts. Try to paint them as idiots for looking into this or, or you know. But Nolan himself uh, says, you know, in this article that, uh, you know, that he thinks that, uh, you know, they're they're the ones he actually says there's a quote in here he says uh they uh this person that one of these people that call him out a skeptic says he's the one who's almost acting like a cultist you basically have closed your mind to what the possibilities are and uh anyhow the person he's talking about here is a writer named jason calavito uh who wrote uh there was somebody wrote on on twitter uh earlier this early february february that uh, uh it says here there was a guy named david haith who wrote we we're barely out of the caves and need to mature before contact says dr gary nolan and uh basically nolan is you know i guess with this is with regards to nolan's uh uh, research into the into the topic and then this writer jason uh, cavalito wrote wrote back uh gary nolan is a full-fledged ufo nut masquerading as an objective researcher despite finding no evidence whatsoever of extraterrestrial metals alien bottle bodies etc he has a technological uh, tele view of aliens efforts to tutor us into galactic brotherhood which is total nonsense that was a totally bogus statement by uh, Calavito. And anyway, again, this Calavito and as will other skeptics and debunkers, they try to shame any scientist that tries to look into this as they're wasting their time or they're nuts, you know, and, and you know, they, they can't be taken seriously anymore. They basically try to ruin their careers. That's, that's what it's an attempt to do. But in this day and age, that doesn't seem to work anymore. I mean, with the fact, you know, the fact that the Pentagon has, you know, uh, you know, admitted that there are things out there that they do not understand. They don't know. They don't know where these objects are, are coming from. They don't know. Uh, they can't explain their uh, the, the way they could fly. They don't know. You know, they, they, they say it could be China or Russia or uh, or, you know, they don't say extraterrestrial, but they use the word other. So I, I think the writing is, you could read between the writing there and it's, you know, it's extraterrestrial. It's always been extraterrestrial. There are a lot of people, there are people within government that have known this for a long time. Uh, but anyway, they don't share this information with the general public or with the scientific community, not the, not the, not the, uh, the vast uh, uh, mainstream scientific community anyway. I'm sure there are some scientists that know exactly what's going on uh, and who are working for the government uh, or, or a private corporation that's working with the government and studying these things. Uh, there's no question in my mind about that. However, let's look at some of this article. Um, it was written by uh, David Bates. He says here, we won't, re we won't read the whole thing. I will leave the link for it here. Um, but he says, uh, he's talking about, he talks about the Galileo Project uh, and uh you know, we, we, I've talked about that on this on this before. This new Galileo project is is a is a group of scientists that are going to investigate UFOs, and 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 this Gary Nolan uh, is going to be one of them. Uh, he's uh, he recently was interviewed by uh, MIT artificial intelligence scientist Lex Friedman uh, on his YouTube channel, 
And uh, according to this article, it says, for the casual listener who was perhaps agnostic on UFOs, it was a fascinating, informative, and nuanced conversation between two thoughtful scientists about how one approaches and studies scientific anom- anomalies. For skeptics, however, high danger. Writer Jason Cavalito, always quick to hyperventilate at the mere suggestion of a scientist, or anyone really, that UFOs and other anomalies with paranormal shades are worthy of attention and professional study, immediately popped off. And that's when he made his his comment that basically Nolan has now become a full-fledged UFO nut. Okay, nut. Who's the nut here, Cavalito? Who's the nut? Who's the real nut here? You know, why, why Why can't scientists even look into this? You, you don't want them to even look into this. They don't, you don't want to look, look that let, let them try to study something that's obviously people have been seeing for decades. It, it's, it has to be a fear. There has to be some deep-seated fear within these people. They're, they're just afraid of, of, of change. They're afraid of a new change to, to science, afraid of a new reality that, that there's an extraterrestrial presence here on Earth. Uh, beings that are most certainly more technologically advanced than humankind. And th- 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 I, I don't know well, how, why would you attack that? See, this is what the debunkers like to do. They like to attack people. They don't really come up with any kind of answers uh, for this uh, phenomenon. Never do. It's always attack, attack, attack. Attack, attack the uh, sci- any scientist that wants to look into this. That's why it's been so hard over the decades for, for, for uh, serious mainstream scientists to ever you know, be brave enough to, to decide to study UFOs because if they did, this is the kind of stuff that would happen. There are a lot of different debunkers that will just try to make them look like fools and, that, and, you know, and say that they shouldn't even be uh, considered uh, serious people. But see, that doesn't work now. You know, these people, these debunkers need to understand it just can't, it doesn't fly now. It just doesn't work. I mean, you have the Pentagon. You have the Pentagon. You can't go, you're not going to go against that, what they're saying now. You know, if you want to go you, all these years before, right, they went along with the Pentagon uh, line, right, that there's nothing to it. Now the Pentagon's line is different. You know, before you were, before these debunkers were all, you know, right, oh, they lined up right behind the Pentagon saying, yeah, they see that they, there was not, there's nothing to it. The Pentagon would have told us. Now the Pentagon's saying there's objects out there. We can't explain them. And you're telling scientists that they shouldn't look into this, that they're UFO nuts if they do? It doesn't make any sense. It has to. There, there's some other reason behind this, and it has to deal with some sort of a, a deep-seated fear. That's that's my belief. I could be wrong, but anyway, this article continues. It says it's not clear whether whether Cavalito actually listened to the interview or not, and I don't care. By his logic, I guess it will not be permissible permissible to study the anomaly until we have definitive proof of what it is. <laughs> exactly. So you're supposed to sit back and just not even look at it and just wait till we know what it is? How are you, how you going to know what it is until you study it? you got to study it to figure out what it is, right? Uh, in an article for the New Republic in December, Cavalito snidely referred to Nolan as the current expert on crash saucer parts and established guilt by association by noting he is a close colleague of Christopher Mellon and Luis Elizondo's circle of UFO enthusiasts. Fellow skeptic slash journalist Keith Clore also weighed in recently with an article at Space.com demanding to know, quote, why is Harvard University astrophysicist Avi Loeb working with ardent UFO believers, end quote. This is, and then continuing with the article here, it says, this is all of a piece of the criticism one regularly sees in Skeptical Inquirer's UFO articles, sneering at otherwise reputable scientists and intellectuals because they are 
also interested in ufology. The message message to scientists is clear. Be careful or, or who you talk to. UFO enthusiasts and believers are out of bounds. Pseudoscience. Yeah, that's see, that's what they do. They try to make it sound like it's all nonsense and crazy if you if you look look you know, try to investigate this stuff. Uh, and then the article continues here. It says, "So who is this full fledged UFO nut masquerading as an objective researcher from California, and what's his deal?" And it goes on about Nolan that he's uh, is the Ratchford and Carlotta A. Harris professor in the Department of Pathology at Stanford University School of Medicine. He's typically referred to as a microbiologist and sometimes as an immunologist. With more than 300 research papers to his name and 40 U.S. patents, Nolan is regarded as one of Stanford's top inventors. His Ph.D. is in genetics, and he did his postdoctoral work with Nobelist Dr. David Baltimore in biochemistry. He even has a laboratory at Stanford named after him, and it is here that he and other researchers do work on problems such as Hematopoiesis, I can't read that, I can't pronounce that word, cancer, leukemia, and other, uh, and inflammation, all of which, come to think of it, have shades of the anomalous. A cancerous cell, after all, is an anomaly in an otherwise healthy body. Nolan's sin, according to Calavito, and presumably other skeptics, is that he is interested in ufology and has actually done some lab work related to it. Those projects, some of which he discussed with Friedman, include... uh, he conducted analysis on Atta, a six-inch tall skeleton with a conical-shaped head that Stephen Greer was telling everyone was alien. Now, I remember this thing, and this guy came forward and looked at it, and he, uh, Nolan determined that it was human. You know, he, he, he debunked Greer's claim, you know. Uh, and according to uh, uh, Nolan, debunking is a loaded term. It sort of sort of assumes you're going in purposefully to prove something is wrong. I wasn't. I was just going in to collect the data, and I showed that this was this one was human. In another case, he took a look at the so-called Star Child skull, and uh, he went in to look and review another researcher's DNA sequencing on that skull, and he said, "This is human." End of story. The people who owned the thing at the time disagreed with me, and then eventually another group came in and proved that I was right. So, see, this guy's looking into these things. He's he's finding that so far the things that he's looked at here are human. Okay, some of this evidence that was uh, brought forth that some people were claiming was alien, he determined, no, that it was human. Uh, and finally, regarding the crashed saucer parts, Call of Vito referred to, Friedman asked him about it. You are in possession of UFO materials yourself, Friedman began. Nolan actually corrected him. Claimed UFO materials, he replied. Then he talked about one of those cases in which material thought to be anomalous was brought to him. In at least one of the materials as we find studied it, it the isotope ratio the isotope ratios in this case it was magnesium were way off normal he said and i just don't know why it doesn't prove anything all it proves that it was probably accomplished by some type of industrial process so see right there <clears throat> so this guy he he looked into some things actually debunked some things but see that's not good enough for the the skeptic the the debunker out there that's not that's not even good enough this guy looked into stuff debunked stuff himself but that's not good enough if you even go near this uh, field, you're you're going to be a nut. This guy just wants answers like like everybody else. He's not you know going to go out there and say it's aliens. You know he's not going to be like someone like me. I, I just know it is. You know of course I've seen one of these craft up close, so I've made my mind up a long time ago. And of course there was a being that I saw. I, I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, uh, 
he goes on. He says he doesn't even believe in the greys, uh, but I believe that people think they see them. Regarding Bob Lazar, he says, I don't believe in the Bob Lazar story, to be quite honest. So, <laughs> again, see, again, this guy's, you know, he's not on, on the, you know, what you would consider the fringe part of this whole uh, study at all. You know, he, he's he's a scientist looking for for answers and he's studying things and he's debunking things as he sees them and he doesn't believe in bob lazar although a lot of people do believe him i would say about half of half the people who are interested in ufology either either half of them believe lazar and half of them don't i'm i'm actually one of the people that believe uh bob lazar uh, and then as the, did, did uh, Nolan himself ever experience anything? He says here, I've not seen anything personally, but if I believe the people, I don't think they can lie. I don't think, if, but if I believe the people, I, I, I don't think can lie. Yes. So if he believes the people that he doesn't believe can lie, then yes, he's going to, he, he's going to think that, okay, there must be something to it. Not everyone out there that's telling stories about UFOs and aliens are lying. Okay. I'm sure that there are some people out there that lie about this and there's some people out there who are insane and there are some people out there who are on drugs or drunk i'm sure there's a percentage of people out there that have experienced these things that they were incapacitated in some way or another but i i would say a vast majority of these people that experienced things are were not had nothing wrong with them i there was nothing wrong with me when i saw a ufo i was sober as a judge and when the when i saw that alien in my room when i was a kid i was a little kid Okay, so anyway, you, know, you have to read this whole article. It's a pretty long article, and it's uh, but it's very interesting, and it just goes to show you, you know, the the mindset of the of the debunker, and especially now, it just doesn't make any sense to to continue attacking a scientist that's interested in this subject. Why why do that? I mean, you look like a fool now. You look like an idiot. Again, I've said this before. If you did this like you know, 10 years ago, that's a different story. That was, a, that was you know, five years ago, six years ago, it'd be a different story because back then you didn't have the, uh, back then the skept- the, the scientists today did not have uh, statements from the Pentagon saying there's, there's, these, there's UFOs are out there and we don't know what they are and how they're operating and, and, and apparently they defy the law of physics. They, they didn't have that back then, okay? You know, so, but now they do. You know, so it doesn't make any sense to come out and attack a scientist that wants to look into something that the Pentagon says is there. You're going to call them out. You're going to call a scientist a UFO nut. See, these people are afraid. Oh, there's a, they're afraid that it, they're afraid of extraterrestrials. And I guess in a way, who who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be afraid of an advanced intelligence that's uh, present here on Earth? Because we don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. It could be bad. It could be good. It could be a combination of both, bad and good. Uh, who knows? We just don't know. But they're here, okay. Don't don't kid yourself. They're here. I don't agree with Nolan. Actually, I I don't. Agree. I mean, I, I I'm glad though. I am very happy that people like Nolan and Loeb are 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 going to seriously look into this subject because I think they're going to get answers and they're going to find answers that some people are not going to like. It's going to be namely the debunkers in the end because even if put it this way, it, 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 they're not. If they're they're actually scientists taking this seriously now, right? That means there's going to be they're, they're going to come to some kind of a conclusion, and and the conclusion's going to be in the end. I am certain, even though they didn't get there yet, they didn't reach the conclusion them, there themselves. And and if any of them were to hear what I'm saying right now, they would totally disagree with me. But I am certain that in the end, they're going to either come up with a conclusion that it's extraterrestrial or that they can't explain it. You know, 
that's that could be very very well the explanation might be we just can't explain it you know jacques valet recently uh, made a statement that he, he said he still doesn't know what he's been studying ufos since the 50s he's in his 80s now he still doesn't know what they are he doesn't he doesn't know what ufos are and he's been looking into this subject his whole life you know interviewed hundreds of thousands of people probably i'm sure by this point investigated some of the biggest cases and he still doesn't know what they are nobody really knows i mean i believe it's extraterrestrial uh so so Vali's not he, he's not ready to make that uh uh leap yet he, but he but he he thinks it's something he doesn't know he just doesn't know what he says it could be interdimensional uh what you know it could be who knows but they're here, in my, as far as I'm concerned. There's, if it's not extraterrestrial, then it's something else. It's some intelligence that's greater than a human's. I just know that uh, it has to be something that's not human because uh, there's just too many different reports from different people over the years, the abduction cases, and, and some people saw these things uh, uh, they, they, without having to be hypnotized, and they weren't lying. Like I completely believe, for instance, like the the two guys in Pascagoula back in '73 that got abducted while they're sitting on a, uh, the Pascagoula River fishing at night. I completely believe that they saw these be- these a UFO fly up behind them and a ramp open up and these robots floated over to them and and grabbed them, dragged them into the saucer, examined them, and then set them free again. I totally believe those two. Uh, one of them is dead now. Uh, but the other one's still alive, and he still stands by his story. I completely believe them. They had no reason to lie. Why would they lie about that? And, and maintain, if it was a lie, and they maintained that, just like Travis Walton. I completely believe Travis, Travis Walton. There were six other witnesses that saw it happen. I, I, I see that there's some people out there still trying to debunk this. I, uh, there was, a, you know, the, that Dr. Todd Grande, you know, came out with a video in, in uh, about a year ago or so when he he. he claimed that uh you know that he was uh, walton's a liar as well and as were all the people that were involved in this that they were lying obviously according to him obviously they're crazy or either or, or they're not they're just lying that it was a scam obviously according to dr grande and he he made statements that weren't true in his analysis of this he he said that uh walton had watched just watched a, a tv movie at the time about the abduction of betty and barney hill which which had aired two weeks uh, prior to the to uh, Walton's 1975 abduction, right? Uh, except that Walton said he never saw this that show. He never watched it. But but according to uh, Grande, he just said, "Yeah, he did see it. He did see it, and he didn't see it. He didn't see it." Again, they 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 have to you know when when things don't conform to a debunker's way of thinking, they'll either. Uh, not include that information in their in their analysis, right? Or they'll they'll just lie. They'll make something up. That's what Grande did. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Check this article out. It's very interesting. And uh, yeah, the it's the debunkers. You you have you heard it here. You know from this guy here, microbiologist Gary Nolan. Now, if you see if you've seen this guy on YouTube or on TV, you you would see that this guy's a smart guy, okay? And he and uh, he, he's just interested in getting to the bottom of this. He's not a UFO nut. The only nuts out there are the debunkers. Okay, moving on. Uh, it's time to talk about the Turkey UFO series of videos from 2007, 2008, and 2009 again, and. Uh, more specifically with the with regard to the analysis that was conducted by uh 
a Chilean investigator, Mario Valdez Santiago, back in uh, 2012. And uh, I will leave a link. Uh, well, right now I have actually have the uh, the page up for this uh, for this uh, document. And basically, this uh, this video there was a series of videos that was that were filmed by a fisherman from Turkey over the Black Sea in 2007, 2008, and 2009. Uh, different at different times during those years. Uh, there's a number of different videos. Uh, there's actually a, a YouTube channel that's dedicated to the, that series of videos. And uh, this is something that has not been debunked, although there are people out there who claim it's been debunked. But this is something that has not been debunked. And I believe, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think this is probably the most important UFO footage there is. I don't think anything else comes close because unlike everything else, Unlike anything else, there's sustained, uh, you know, sustained images, sustained video that doesn't end for a long time of these craft, of a craft flying out over the ocean, over the sea in Turkey, over it was uh, near Combergus, Turkey, sustained. And not only that, the even the bigger part of this is that you could see occupants, you could see the alien occupants in there. This video was after the after these videos were uh filmed they were examined by experts in four different countries and those experts uh all found nothing wrong with them found that they were you know indicated that they were not hoaxed okay and not only that there were other witnesses there including the late Roger Lear Dr Roger Lear who uh was known for uh removing alien implants from people and having them looked at he he removed these several of these things had unearthly origins uh had isotopic ratios that uh, uh made it that uh, one researcher said uh, uh could not have been from this solar system or even or even uh surrounding solar systems for that matter but anyway, and and that's another subject for another day about the implants that Roger Lear uh, removed from different people. But regarding this Turkey UFO situation in two thousand nine, at one point in two thousand nine, this is this is actually the third year now that this fisherman was filming these uh, this UFO or UFOs that were showing up out over the sea uh, at late at night. That could they could be seen late at night, and it could be light seen, and then in the mornings uh, you could see lights, just the lights shining. And he he had a, a a camera with a with a really good zoom on it that, that he apparently bought just for the purpose of trying to figure out what this thing was flowing out over the ocean. But in two thousand nine, after at the third year of this happening, uh, you know, Lear was at a conference, a UFO conference in Turkey, and at one point during the conference, him and seven or eight other colleagues uh, decided to go to this place uh, at the sea and you know where this fisherman was filming this this UFO, and they saw it. Lear said he saw it with his own eyes. He saw it with his own eyes. So uh, I believe that the images uh, captured here are the most important that's ever been filmed, and it's just something that's not talked about a lot. There have been attempts by different people uh, to debunk it. I, I've seen there was there was two guys on, on YouTube that uh, claimed they debunked it, but I they, they didn't. Uh, the, like two random people out there that said they uh, that they don't think it's real, but they really didn't offer any proof to back their claim up. Nobody has debunked these these videos. 
nobody has stepped forward and said it was a hoax. And again, there were uh, Dr. Roger Lear, along with uh, other ufologists, actually saw this thing with their own eyeballs. You know, now, of course, Lear died back in, what, 2014 now. But uh, he did make statements uh, to this uh, event and that he did see it with his own eyes. He saw this craft floating out over the over the sea and there were beings in it. But anyway, uh, let's look at this. Uh, this this is a very interesting analysis of the Combergus uh, videos, which was done by Mario Valdez Santiago. And uh, this guy went into this with a he 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 thought he was going to debunk it. He thought he was going to figure out a way to say this is fake. But guess what? He did not. Anyway, he says uh, in the summary of, of the case, he says this case developed in the location of Combergus between the years 2007, 2008, and 2009. Its main witnesses were a night guard named Yalchin Yalman, who, while on duty, registered video of strange, strange objects that appeared at sunrise, like floating or changing while in flight over the sea on the coast of Marmara. Yalman was able to film many video segments, some during the day accompanied by witnesses with whom he spoke to while he was filming. And then he goes on, uh, One singularity of this case was that the images were made with a camera that had an adapter for close-ups of 200 times optical, achieving a great amount of detail of the objects. At first, the videos were analyzed and made public by the Serious UFO Organization, directed by the researcher Haktan Akdogan. This case made big news in Turkey and in other countries as well. It also started a great debate between the official members of the Turkish Turkish scientific community, specifically the National Council for the Study of Science and Technology, got interested in analyzing the original footage with the intention of determining that the video was nothing more than a hoax, gambling on the idea of scale models, toys, or CGI. The original tape was handed to the tub attack representatives on live TV in their own headquarters. Once the analysis was concluded, they gave an official report from which we took the following fragment. And this is the following fragment. The, uh, the objects observed on the images have a structure made of, of a specific material and are definitely not any kind of CGI animation or in any means a type of special effects used for simulation in a studio or for video effects. So the conclusion of this report is that the observations are not a model, marquee, or a fraud. And the last part of the report, it's concluded that the objects observed have a physical structure and are made of materials that don't belong in any category of airplanes, helicopters, meteors, Venus, Mars, satellites, artificial lights, Chinese lanterns, etc., and that it mostly fits in the category of UFOs, unidentified flying objects, and of unknown origin. Other analysis was done by video specialists, image edition, and special effect companies from Japan, Russia, and Turkey, all ending up with the same conclusions. In Chile, I asked Professor Jose Atenas to technically examine the videos, an expert in graphics and video with more than 30 years of experience on television. In his appreciation, Jose Atenas also came to the same conclusions that the images are authentic. So far, nobody has been able to demonstrate that the recordings are a product of tricks or some type of manipulation. Therefore, the debate has concentrated more over the nature and origin of the objects filmed by Yalshin Yalman. 
some considerations, and this is this is interesting. He says, to be honest, at the beginning, my idea was to analyze the videos, hoping to find sell some elements in them that would be evidence of a possible fraud, taking in count the spectacular manner in which the case was labeled. Announced that for the very first time, a UFO was videotaped with its occupants precisely inside one of the objects. Not a minor issue for those of us who are obsessed with these themes. It was from skepticism, and why not say and why not say it with a quote of pre-judgment i decided to take some time and check out the fragments of the movie you could say that my expectations were to find the string of the puppet to make the analysis i used electronic copies of the original videos given to me by the turkish investigator haktan Akdogan, who picked up this case first-handed i met with haktan personally to comment about this incident and i was very grateful of him handing me a copy of the original tape with which i could accomplish this work the analysis will be exposed in a chronological and sequential way in the way in the same order that the research and res results came. Finally, what I present here is only a portion of all that was extracted from the videos and from the image analysis. It is a lot of material, and when the moment comes, I will complete this publication with more findings. Okay. Now, I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's very long, and I but I I. I I really believe that you know if you're interested in this subject and you, and you want to see some evidence, here you go. This is it. Look at these images. They're, okay, let's. I'm gonna. You can see the occupants in, the, in these images. Here's a close up. Look at. Done in a in a in a gif here. You can see them moving around. You can see the big heads on them. Look at. Here's some more images you know, of one of the craft here. So I'm going to club some close-ups of these beings. Look at it. Okay, now these th this video was deemed authentic by many people, people in four different countries, okay? So, uh, uh, analysts uh, in four different countries deemed these authentic. These do not look like human beings, okay? Now, I'm not going to get in. Now, this image here, look at this. There, there, there's there's a there's two gray aliens there right here in the middle of the screen that's two gray aliens now of course if you're listening to this as a podcast uh, i will recommend that you visit my youtube channel and i will have a video for this uh, that you could look at uh, but this is the most important ufo video i believe ever captured on video and in, in any form of film as far as the public is concerned i'm sure that our you know i'm sure that the united states government has some better materials than this but as far as the public is concerned, here you go. This is not made up. This is a real being in this in this image that we're looking at right here. Okay, that's a real gray. Okay, let's go down here. Now, there's a lot to this. And, you know, me just, okay, look at, here's a close-up. Now, look at this. Now, you, you see the, the moon is shining on the head of this being, on this being here. Okay, you can see the big eyes. Look at it. See? It's real. It's real. And now, in addition to two grays, apparently there's, you know, other beings in this. At first, when you at first blush, you don't see them. But when you do more analysis, you realize, okay, yes. Okay, yes, there is other beings here. In fact, there's one laying down. It looks like a human being. Okay. And, and now this guy, you can see right here. Okay. That's right there is... Uh, 
a praying man. Oh, these two heads right here with the sun, with the moon shining on their heads on the scalps. That's two grays there. That right here, that's that's uh, praying mantis alien, laying in the prone position here, or in a horizontal position. That that looks could be a human being, probably abducted. Okay, you know, just like people say that you know people say that the. Uh, that they get abducted by aliens, and 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 there's usually the greys are are usually handling the abduction, the manipulation of the person that's abducted, while usually the uh, gray, or excuse me, the praying mantis insect like uh, alien supervises, and that's what looks like could be going on here. It just looks like something that's been described in uh, different books about alien abduction, particularly uh, books written by David M. Jacobs, uh, Ph.D., who uh, wrote a book called The Threat that pretty much outlined this kind of stuff. Okay, now I'm going to go through some of these other images here. Yeah, okay, now see, he, he points out here in this image that there's a, that this is a body laying in, in a horizontal position. You know, you can see the one gray here another gray there and in this dark area here blocking out part of the other gray is this uh, mantis and he does have some uh, other images here that i'll show you that uh, go to prove this and here's a a gif he has a, he, you can see the the, the stuff there you can see them moving they're, it's, they're manipulating this being that's laying down in front of them you could see you know, it gives you an idea. Now, again, this camera was pretty far away, so we're we're lucky to have what we have here. Luckily, this guy had this uh, uh, this optical zoom on there that that was able to capture this because this is absolutely amazing. Okay, these aliens are doing something to this person that apparently is laying down horizontally. Okay, and look at this, this is a series of, of three different pictures. Uh, now, the first one is the actual picture right here, where you could see the. It looks like the mantis is staring out at us, and then uh, the two, uh, we all, while the being, uh, while the human is still laying there horizontally, while the uh, other two greys are manipulating him. And then he does a drawing of what he's seeing here, and then he took that drawing and he overlaid it with, uh, he overlaid the drawing over the actual picture, and you could see, you could see what he's seeing here, what this uh, guy is, uh, Santiago. Uh, determined it was going on okay but uh yeah these are just some of the images from this now he gives some general conclusions now he doesn't ever say he doesn't mention anything in here about abduction which is interesting but that's what i think has been going on here i i think i mean to me what i'm what we're seeing here is your classic abduction case situation but we're actually seeing it this time with our own eyeballs we're seeing what the unfold what a lot of people say happens to them you know or happened to them uh anyway let's read his general conclusions he says during this investigation it has not been possible to find in indications of manipulation assemblies or tricks used for the production of the videos the objects caught in the tape do not correspond to static figures after doing close-ups to the images, it is possible to observe that in the zone where, according to the statement of the witness, it is possible to see the occupants 
of the objects and it is observed and it is it's observed constant movement produced by three figures with the characteristics before indicated and gestulating in the way previously described described when reproducing the video at normal speed it's difficult to recognize what's exposed in this analysis since the figures move at an extremely rapid speed as if the video was being reproduced at an intensive speed only lowering it in a considerable way the speed of reproduction it is possible to identify the figures and determine its movements even a frame-by-frame observation is necessary in my opinion, it's about live recorded images. They are not generated by computer animation and not 3D renderings. Neither do they. <clears throat> well, went too far down there. Neither do they seem to be filming puppets or scale models. This possibility is improbable, between other reasons, for the movement and gestulating that is observed in the figures found in this analysis, and because, according to my vision, in relation to the size and the proportions of the objects, rather they might be like the size that you would have in a light aircraft or a yacht with, with his crew members, filmed distantly and increased with a powerful enough zoom. None of the images or theories have exposed here exposed have been found nor published previously with one to three years past since the events. Obviously, they have not been exploited somehow, neither by the witnesses of the case nor by the investigators who analyzed or announced it, nor by speculators of the UFO topics. It is improbable that someone has plotted a fraud with these characteristics without the most controversial and polemic images having gone out into the public light. To make a few images or scenes as those that appear in these videos, one would need, to my understanding, a great quantity of time, resources, and know-how in the area of special effects, which does not mean that it should be impossible. What really turns out to be a strange and closed absurdity is that even if this has happened, the realized work has been mastered finally, and only the zone of the object, not this way, neither the rest of the images nor the audio, with the speed of reproduction so rapid that it makes almost impossible to notice his presence in the tape. Consequently, nobody would see it since it has not been discovered until now. I consider these details of great importance since they impede furthermore the conventional explanation. My conclusion is that the case is, up to the moment, a real event of high strangeness with the characteristics here exposed that does not have a conventional, convincing, and demonstrable explanation and that, therefore, to my understanding, is kept unidentified. Um, yeah, to me, this is the most important UFO video ever captured. I believe this is real. I don't. It's not been debunked. Uh, you know, if somebody was able to debunk it, I don't think they could. I don't think it's possible. I don't think how you could debunk a real event. Uh, I don't think I, I, these to me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the beings themselves. Look at these things. Look at this. Look at that. That's real. You're looking at a gray alien here. That's a gray alien. A lot of people just. You know, this is one of the things we've been dealing with and, and what a lot of people have seen and, and experienced up close and personal, you know. Uh, somehow these things uh, make people forget about them after it's all over with. All I know is that something's going on. Uh, I just think that, you know, these scientists that are, you know, looking at the, uh, you know, the, like people in the Galileo uh, project, you know, those guys... Maybe this is something to look at here. I mean, you know, you already have 
experts from different countries that have uh, said that this was not faked. I mean, okay, here we go. There we go. These, these things aren't human beings, and they're in some sort of a craft that just floats out of the o- over the ocean all night long. Doesn't make any sound apparently. It just stays in one spot, and it looks like uh, looks like it looks like unlike anything that we ha- humans have. And these things do not look like humans whatsoever. They look humanoid, but not human. And uh, you know. This is something that needs to be talked about more.